there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome in to the Nebraska Post Game. That's myself. I'm Damon Benning. That right there is Jacob Padilla, one of the best in the business. You want to know information that's going on in high school football? This is the guy to bring on. How'd it go tonight? You, you had an eventful one. Yeah, through uh, most of the game, I was thinking oh, it was going to be a quick, easy one. We'll talk two minutes on it, then move on to some more interesting games, and then it turned around in a hurry. I came straight from uh, West Side for the uh, Creighton Prep and Northwest uh, uh, that game. Ended up Prep winning it 29-26 after trailing 26 nothing with nine minutes and change to go. Prep doesn't score their first touchdown until... 9.13 on the clock. In the game, not the Correct. third quarter, the game. Yes. Now, there's something about this prep team, right? They, yeah. they, I thought they kind of found their stride late against Southeast. They went no huddle, uh, kind of threw it around the yard, kind of their two-minute offense, scored 14 points in the fourth quarter after virtually being shut out the entire game, right? Got it to 21-14 at that point. What is it about this team, do you think, that – Likes adversity. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of resiliency there, too, because quarterback Sam Meisenberg, he was not playing well. He was, it was part of that them being down with uh, what they were. Uh, the defense actually played pretty well for most of the game. There were just some bad spots they put in. There was a safety. Um, there was um, a 65-70 yard uh, return off of the safety punt. Yeah. Um, so uh, Westside scored 12 points right away, and there was an interception. So they scored 12 points at the end of the first half. And it looked like prep was kind of spiraling out of control. And they never really got going in the third quarter either. But um, there's some – Meisenberg actually got knocked out of the game, tried to throw a screen, and got taken out. Yeah. And uh, they brought in Parker Lisey, uh backup quarterback. He made a huge throw on Yeah, the Oakland South transfer. Yeah, kept, uh, kept the chains moving, led to uh, the touchdown. And then Meisenberg came back in, and he was, uh, he was money down the stretch. Made some big plays. And uh, some big throws. And Alex Bullock, who actually, he dropped. It would have been a tough catch, but he had it on his fingertips. Couldn't pull down. He's the real deal. And he bounced back from that drop to make three, four huge plays down the stretch. Uh, he, he had the, at the very end, he had the uh, fourth and 10, 20-yard uh, catch uh, to seal a game, allow them to run it out. He had the interception that gave them the ball back after they had taken the lead. He's a good player. And then he had two big receptions, too. So he, he was huge down the stretch. And it's just these guys just bounce back from bad plays kind of move on, and they're able to do what they need to to get it done. Yeah, we'll stay in Class A here real quick before we jump over to B, where I was tonight for Elkhorn and Ralston. And uh, that Elkhorn team is – they're loaded. Now, I, I don't know if uh, they'll run their offense in such a way that will give them a chance to blow teams out. It was very workmanlike tonight. Uh, but they go too deep in almost every position. That that's a good football team. Yeah, and I I haven't seen them since the Norris game. I went uh, that in that first week. I went and saw them lose a tough one to Norris. But y- even in that game, you could see how many different playmakers they had at different spots. Yeah, Ver- versatile group. The rundown: Bell West, forty nine fourteen over Carney. Uh, Carney showed some flashes, but again, LJ. <laughs> 
and I said this last year with Ducker, right? Yeah. I think people think, oh, Bell West, you know, they throw it around the yard. And Keegan That's Johnson it. was the deal tonight. I think he finished with four touchdowns. Yep. Scored Threw a, a couple. Yeah. 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 Scored a, a variety of ways. He is uh, making his case for the continued talk of the best player in the state. Uh, Carney runs the, the second half ensuing kickoff, the opening kickoff back to cut that thing to 21-14. And you're thinking, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's business-like. Uh, Bell West extends to win that one. Uh, Elkhorn South. Dylan Krause, again, I mean, comes from good stock. The whole family, cousins, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. I mean, (laughs) everybody can play. Speaking of that that household. Speaking of cousin, I saw her play earlier today. She is unbelievable. Yeah, she's fantastic. (laughs) And she's one of those people, as we just, we jump into volleyball real quick. One of the few that have lived up to the hype oh, yeah. since middle school. Yes. She has answered. It's a special kind of work ethic it, it to really know does. that. It, know it really does. how good you are and yet still continue to earn it every yeah. single day. Yes. And and uh, they, they, they found, Krause finds a way to get it done for Oakland South. A couple of rushing touchdowns. Uh, Gretna, Hammers, Bell East, Pius, uh, 16-13 over North Star. Uh, Prep, as you mentioned. Uh, Westside, 42 nothing. Over Grand Island. It was 42 nothing at the half. Yeah. Coach Freund, um goes with backups to, to start the third quarter. Much nicer and, and more diplomatic than I think some West Side fans wanted him to be. <laughs> but that's not Coach Tomlin's fault, uh, the head coach yeah. for Grand Island. He's, he's fantastic. Uh, earns the utmost respect. They've coached a ton against that crew. What's going on there with the fans coming yeah. and going? That is not the staff's fault. No. That is not the community's fault. No, it, the parents, the athletes, they're all on the same side, I think, in this fight. It's just that's how things have to be this year. Yeah, Millard North off this week and Millard South uh, off this week. We jump over to Class B. Aurora handles York. A couple of years ago, this would have been the matchup. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, yeah, they had some really good athletes go through those two yes, schools yes, in the they last did. few years. Yes, they did. Baylor Shireman, one of my favorite <laughs> people that – Almost no one here locally well, talks about, but he was pretty amazing. It, it's it's almost disappointing when athletes are so talented at multiple sports. He's really good at basketball, but I really would have been interested to see what he could have done it, if he had focused on football and what level he, he could was have amazing. played at. We, yeah. we did him in the state finals, and uh, he was the best player on the field. Just spread some of that talent around to yeah. some other people. Come on. How about Bennington? Bouncing back, answering the dinner bell. 58-27 over Blair. Elkhorn, and, and we'll talk about this one in a second, handles Ralston. Hastings. Curious to kind of get your thoughts. They have my attention. The schedule hasn't been daunting, but they appear, at least offensively, to be a pretty good bunch. Well, and when you can throw the ball around the way they do, that's always going to make you tough, especially like you you look at kind of that Class B, and they they play a little bit different than a lot of the other good teams out there. So that's always – it's always fun when you see A lot of different weapons. Yeah. Uh, Ron Colley, the schedule just has been (laughs) unforgiving. Uh, they give up one, 21-14 to Ron Colley. Norris gets Beatrice, 35-7. I'm still trying to figure out Norris. Yeah. That, I think yeah. they belong in that echelon uh, with that round that, that round robin, right? Yeah. There's Scott, there's Norris. Uh, Plattsmith is, is making their presence known. There's Elkhorn. Man, that state's going to be fun and be. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the – it's they're just kind of picking off one another, right? Yeah. But in North, again, that, that first week is the only time I've seen them, but they've, they go 6-5 across the board out wide. They've got a, a young quarterback that's kind of stepping in this year and um, learning as he goes, and he, he made some big plays that first week. So 
they, they're going to be a tough matchup for anybody just with the size at the skill positions. Yeah, we mentioned uh, Plattsmith, 38-8 over Crete. Manessis, another big night. I think he goes for over two bills. I've got to see him, right? Yeah. I, he's kind of the talk around. He's you got to come see this guy. you got to come see this guy. And uh, we'll see. That, that, that schedule. <laughs> that's the tough part about it's um, gonna high stiffen school. Up you only have a handful of weeks. You can't see everybody. Yeah, just but I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> I got Thursdays I and Fridays, were. and hence I'm not coaching. So I have plenty of time. Uh, and Waverly uh, wins 42 nothing over Mount Michael. Let's get back to A just for a second. Millard West, I've talked about them a ton, right? Just a lot of battles over the last couple of years. That is not a football team that typically gets worse over the course of a season. Fantastic staff. But the one thing that I said, I talked about it on our show this morning. I, I said it last week. Their offensive margin for error is very very yeah. slim. How in your like what happened tonight for prep to capitalize after being down twenty six nothing? Well, so, um, so Millard West, I saw I saw them against Millard South as well, and they've struggled so much with their 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 running game up the middle. Um, their handoff game in that option just has not um, generated a ton of yards. Those guys, um, yeah, they're Pe- a fear. Pe- yeah, they like to get they, they yeah. an option to per team. But the quarterback run game was working tonight. Um, Jacob Jones put up all, almost 100 yards in the first half. He was about the only one doing anything for either team offensively, and he had that touchdown um, late in the half. Then he goes down, and like I said sophomore Brady Brow stepped in and made some big plays early on. But that's a tough spot to yeah. be in once Prep started making their run and um, ended up. There was a um, kind of mishandling but on a pitch between Brow and one of his backs, and that um, was what led to Prep taking that lead, that, fi- that final touchdown there. is a bad pitch, recovered by Prep, ran all the way back uh, for the go-ahead touchdown. Um, so that, that we'll have to see kind of what Jones' status is, if it's a serious injury. Hopefully it's not, um, because he was uh, – I saw him against Miller South. He – they almost had their most success when they just kind of played street yard ball and he just dropped back and was rolling out and finding guys or taking off himself. Today, he wasn't quite um, on the money with his passes. I don't, I'm not sure he completed a pass tonight, but the quarterback run game with him is pretty tough to stop. And hopefully he can be back um, um, this season and can keep rolling because, again, he was playing well. Um, he, he was kind of the one leading the way for them. So for you, does that bump – so you'd probably go West Side Bell West. Oh yeah, um, Millard South, Elkhorn South. I I think that's right. I've or seen Southeast yeah. ahead of South Elkhorn yeah. South. Southeast is the one like top team in A that I have not gotten a chance to see yet. So I'm still not quite sure where they, seen them they a couple times. Yeah. Both on television. Yeah, uh, watched them last night against East. I almost felt like East played well enough to win. But having played against Southeast so much, I understand how they do that to people, right? It's like you, you look up and you think, how do we lose or how are we down? They're very workmanlike. They're not fancy on offense. They play good sound defense. Um, they play it close to the vest on offense, right? You'd almost like to see Applegate and some yeah. of those guys get more touches, um, but they don't beat themselves. And that's kind of you, – you look up and it's like, wow, we – we lost another one. Yeah. Well, and they've got, you mentioned Applegate, they've got a lot of good athletes at different positions. So they're yeah. kind of spread out their talent where they've, they've got some good linebackers. They've got Applegate that can play both ways. Um, they've, they've got some linemen. So they've got talent it's at multiple levels. It's very rare you yeah. see a team like they did. They lost five offensive yeah. linemen, all five starters from a year ago, a very good yeah. team. 
that made a good playoff run and started from scratch and they find themselves undefeated. They're, that's the team that I, I, I kind of don't have a gauge for. I'll keep Elkhorn South there just because of the tough early schedule. Yeah. Right? And they, they played yeah. Millard South. They played Millard West. They played Millard North. Uh, a, a gritty Papio bunch tonight. I, I, I think you start with Elkhorn South there. Yeah, and, and that's fair, especially how banged up and mi- the way they've been missing guys early on in the season. They were taking on their toughest matchups at less than full strength. Yeah. And and they, they had some big-time playmakers out for those early games as well. So it wasn't just uh, um, kind of second-string guys. It was some of their best players. And they managed to be competitive in even those games that they did lose and put up a fight. So they've definitely got some playmakers all over the field. Yeah, and pretty workmanlike from West Side. We mentioned them, the 42 nothing at the half. They, they cruised to the 42-0 final. A lot of weapons. Uh, the development of Dominic Rizak yeah, man. has really given them balance on the ground. He's a fantastic athlete. Yeah, I need to see them again. I haven't seen them since opening week against yeah. Prep. And so, re- as is the case with and most Rizak of And yeah, didn't play running back a ton in that and, one. And that's what I was going to say. A lot of these guys, as is the case with a lot of these guys, I see most of these guys on the basketball court before the football field. <laughs> yeah. So it's always kind of interesting seeing, like, Dominic, I knew, like, I seen him come up freshman year, I knew how good of an athlete he was. And yeah, two-foot dunker. Yeah, yeah. Very, so very explosive. Seeing him more in his element in a sport that you can put that athleticism on full display, um, I'm really excited. I need to see him actually, like you said, play running back because he, he didn't get the ball much in that first week, but they didn't need him to either. It's interesting, too, because you'd think if he was going to make his money, it would be playing that strong safety yeah. spot, right? Really good defensively, and he's instinctive, but they found uh, – they found a little rhythm with the ground game, really taking some pressure off of Cole Payton, who was the focal point of their yeah. run game, right? It was QB run game, and he's a big, strong kid, but they've really found a way to lighten the load for him, his arm and his legs. And, and that's I huge. should use my left yeah. hand, right? <laughs> and, and that's huge, too, because obviously he can handle it, but if he doesn't have to take that beating, then why why not kind of give him a break, get, uh, rest him up for later in the season. We, we know he can handle it, but again, make it easy on your quarterback. Give yourself a chance to get through the season as healthy as possible. And, and the other game that almost made the cut, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. I wanted to go to Oakland Craig and David yeah. City. Right, that Oakland Craig bunch, I've done them in the state finals. I've seen them over the last four or five years. That is a program that has really turned the corner with just a lot of good young players, strong families. They handled Aquinas. Uh, you know, 28-12, I believe, was the final. Correct. And uh, tale of two teams, right? Aquinas is is their trap, their veer, their ground game. Their, as Coach Mimic likes to say, their, their offense is like Novocaine. Uh, give it time, it'll work. <laughs> and Oakland Craig with Brands and Company, Thiel, they – they are so versatile with what they can do offensively. Well, and, and you, you mentioned some good families coming through. They, they've lost some good players over the last few years yeah. and continue to find new guys that step up and you're like, okay, that guy is a dude. That yeah. guy's a dude, even yeah. after they lose these guys moving on. So who, which you think it's class A or class B? We'll stay right there where seedings will matter the most. I'll go with B because I think in A – those top teams are just kind yeah, of and the top in that eight tier, are going to get about so, yeah, and so you kind of already know um, what what we're probably um, got chances. You can you can identify that in B. I don't who is the class the best team in class B. Who's the second best? Who's the third best? I think that could end up being huge because all those teams are pretty similar. Okay, so I, so Plattsmith is the team that I've got to see. Yeah, right. I, then and I'm going to watch them first. And I've I've seen Scott. I'm going to go see Scott next I, week. I've seen Waverly. Now. 
I've seen Norris. I saw Elkhorn again tonight. Elkhorn is the only team of those aforementioned that I think can play multiple guys out of position, right? I saw Aiden Young, who I've been a fan. Yeah. I've been talking yep. about him since he was a freshman, right? Fantastic running back. I like Braylon Johnson. He's he's the next guy yeah. up. I think Kachow is a, is 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 more than a, a good manager yeah. at the quarterback spot. Um, you've got Gannon Gragert. You've but got Drew, Drew Christo. Christo. Man, that kid is so much fun to watch. Hey, how about the ability if you're Elkhorn to see Gannon Gragert and Drew Christo? Yeah, and then you have Aiden Young dot, the dot, dotting the eye. Yep. Hey, that's that's pretty complete offense. That's there. really, really good. And then you you throw in a guy like Hayden Steck, who yeah. kind of he, more the hammer to go with. He yeah. can do it all. Yeah, he can play fullback. He can yeah. play H back. He can play a little wide receiver. They have weapons. And then defensively, you got Isaac Robinson, linebackers all over the field making yeah, tackles. Yeah, number nine. So. He was the man in the yeah. middle. Could have easily had three picks <laughs> tonight. Um, very, very good. Good instincts. I like the fact he gets downhill and. You know Dane Peterson from basketball, right? Uh, <laughs> he's got some bounce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can go get it. He can hide. And then he's on the outside there. I, I think you, you have to knock Scott off. I get that. Yeah. Right? The defending, defending state champs. Oh, and they've had so many issues so far. Just, they have. And they haven't had have their a, whole they'll team They'll have yet. a couple of more. Yeah. Right? Yep. We'll see what happens with their offensive line next week against yeah. a very formidable. Yeah. Gretna team, right? Yeah. Zane Flores and company. I'm, I'm excited to see him play. I'm going to go, like I said, going to go He's to that amazing. one next week. Yeah, uh, he is. Um, he he diced our, <laughs> listen, since seventh grade. Um, he has he has been a handful. They ran a big boy offense then. Uh, they continue to run it now. And remember, Gretna went young last year. Yeah. Rolled the dice early, took their lumps. Uh, but their schedule, it gets hectic in a hurry. They handled bellies tonight. They get scut next week. Uh, Ariane Garcia, Ariane, as I like to say, is it's properly said. They, they're good up front. They're starting to get their wide receiving core back healthy, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Flores hasn't had his main weapons really healthy over time. That that Scott Gretna game should be fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I've I've not seen Flores play at all. I've just yeah. heard about him, heard a lot of things about him. Yeah. But just a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah, and watching guys that sling around the—that's always fun. Yeah, and 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 I I still think to some degree, Scott's still finding their way, right? I I want to figure out who they're going to be on offense. You got the you got the two headed monster at running back. I mean, Sam Scott has broke onto the scene. Had another fantastic uh, touchdown run last night. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, Barrett Lieben trip defensively. I I don't know what we have to do to get kind of some more love, but. Brett Liebentrip is one of the best players going, especially two-way guys. Yeah, And, again, that's another name that I've heard a lot and seen a lot. I Again, I haven't seen Scott play yet, but I've heard his name a lot. He's making a lot of plays this season. Yeah, really, really good player. I mean, and you'll see, uh, you can put Liebentrip at fullback and let Sam Scott dot the I. That is a <laughs> lot of humanity getting down here. <laughs> yeah, have fun tackling that. <laughs> Big, strong, tough guys. I, I'm – that may be. Now, I've got Westside Millard North, too, next week, too, which mm. I'll be interesting to see because I think Millard North can't, hasn't, has really struggled, but more offensively yeah. than defensively. I think defensively they've played pretty well this far. 
Yeah, and, and that's always tough, kind of that balance where you can play really well defensively and then still give up points just yeah, based on field position and you get worn down. <laughs> Too many snaps. <laughs> yeah. That's, so y- your offense has got to help your defense out, um, especially uh, at this level where you've got high school kids. Some kids play both ways. Yeah. Um, so if you never uh, even teams that are struggling, if they can just get figure out something, just something that works here that they can go to, rely on, kind of possess the ball a little bit more, give your defense a chance, and then suddenly – that kind of helps you on both sides of the ball. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay with B just for a second, only because I think it will be extremely competitive. How much do you think the schedules, how they play out during the course of the year, will matter come playoff time? Because what do we hear every time state playoffs roll around? Well, this whole East versus West, and they played that. You think there's a little bit more balance this year? Do you, without Scott's Bluff – and kind of York and McCook being as strong. Yeah. I think there's a little bit – Is it are the scales a little tipped there, do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. Just kind of where the, the talent is, it's spread out a little bit more. You don't have kind of those dominant programs out west. So um, just I, I think everything will be able to play itself out pretty well. you have a chance to um, – the, the teams will get a chance to earn um, where, where they feel like they um, belong. Who are you most intrigued by from an upside standpoint in B? Who do you think can get stands to, to has room to grow? I, I would probably say it has to be Scut. In terms, kind of what I just think based so on again not so having too. all their guys. We don't know what Scut is. We don't know what they want to be yet. We haven't had a chance to see them at full strength. We've seen everybody else missing a guy here or there. I don't think anybody in B has kind of been all over the place quite like Scut has, just in terms of its roster. So in terms of what we don't know, kind of the, the, the mystery factor, I think Scott's got it as much as anybody. Probably the most complete in B is Elkhorn? I, I think so, just based on all the, all the names that we mentioned and kind of what I've seen and what we've talked about so far. They've got, they've got a lot of talent all over the place. I know when I told you I was at um, Elkhorn Ralston, your mm-hmm. go Rams, obviously, with the... My, my, yeah, my brother, the, uh, the, my the family, brother went to Ralston. The family yeah. tradition, I really like their tailback. Rashad Madden. Madden's yeah. a good player. Yeah. He's, he's a, a really good athlete. He's a he's a good player. Uh, that didn't have a ton of space to operate tonight. I mean that. Yeah. That's that, always tough to evaluate. That, when, that, but you could see it. Yeah. Uh, Just the movements. Really and, good. I, yeah. Listen, I like I liked Harrison. I liked Ackley at the quarterback spot, and I also um, I can't remember his name, but number eighteen was it eighteen or sixteen? Played wide receiver, ran some QB sweeps. Um, Another good athlete, high-pointing balls. Ralston has some pieces. They didn't have a ton of depth, but they have some pieces. I, 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 I like their offensive game plan. Yeah, and, and that's kind of been the issue for them over the years uh, is kind of filling out that depth and the lines and just kind of getting the whole piece, the whole puzzle kind of together. They've had some really good athletes at different positions over the last few years, and they just haven't had enough to – to put together a lot of wins. Like they've had some really good running backs, especially they've had some talent at that position. And now Madden is the next one. You get Taylor Murph a couple years back. Yeah. Murph um, is a good player. Yeah, yeah. So they've had really some guys. Um, so hopefully they can start and they're starting to develop at least a little bit of talent at multiple positions there where they can put out more of a full team versus just having some good players here and there. Who outside of that, that big top four in a intrigues you a little bit. So if I give you, Westside, Bellevue West, Elkhorn South, Millard South. I'll even throw Southeast in there as the top five. Who outside that five 
piques your interest, if at all. He, he, could it? Will you know more about Gretna? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, again, um, we'll, I'll get to see him for the first time. Just anytime you've got a guy that can air it out like that, mm-hmm. um, that like, like we mentioned uh, with Hastings and B, that gives you a different look than a lot of other teams. And even if you're not playing, uh, you're not necessarily in control in, in the trenches. You always have a chance if you've got enough talent on the outside where you can uh, roll your quarterback out, give him some throws on the move, whatever, have a chance to make some big plays, even if you're not able to grind out um, some of these wins. So that, that I think that's definitely one. And then um, I, I think, again, not necessarily in that top tier, but Lincoln East is really interesting. A and, good, good call. And with Carter Glenn, if you get, get him back, get him get healthy, him healthy. That, that quarterback uh, uh, wide receiver connection there. Um, They're fantastic. They can put up some sport. points. And he's no longer going to be known as Car- Noah's going to no longer be Carson's little brother. I mean, Noah is coming into his own tremendous stock at the at the quarterback spot. I again going back and watching that yeah. game last night, you got the sense that East played well enough to win, and Southeast had the what was it seven minutes and some change on that drive last night to kind of seal the deal. Just very workmanlike. That's that's what they do. But East, couple key turnovers. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden they find themselves down. But that is a very – and I'm just telling you, having played against them, the, the, the Chris Walker years, we had Carson, Noah's brother, uh, in 16 and 17. There's one thing that they do do, and that is – Coach King, they, those guys play hard. Yeah, And, you know, <laughs> coming they, off they, the way they lost that that Miller North game and then not, not having yeah, full tough. strength for that Southeast, you know those guys are going to be fired up. They're going to be hungry to get kind of back on track now. That's exact. That would be a team that you're right. That That's a great call on East that you, you maybe don't want to see. How, how scary, in your opinion, do you think a team like Bellevue West could be with only three games under their belt? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the crazy thing. They're going to get five games if they have no more issues. Yeah. Um, I know yeah, it has to be perfect. Yeah, Huffman's uh, looking to try something, but he doesn't. It sounds like he's not really confident about getting it this week, so they're kind of going in expecting another buy. Yeah. Um, so th- that is tough, but I, I think at a certain point you've got enough talent, and depending on he knows how to handle these bye weeks now and how to get guys reps and kind of um, how to be able to keep getting through it and hopefully getting better as much as you can without playing games. So uh, at this point he's kind of an expert at that, and hopefully that'll allow them to kind of stay as uh, um, kind of as fresh as possible and not have to work off rust every time they come off a, a bye week. What do you think is the biggest difference between, like, let's say a West side and a, and a Bell West? Uh, hmm, that's, uh, I, I would say. We'll start Luke, with the quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say Luke Johansson is a good quarterback. Uh, I think. Well, West side's got the he arguably the best quarterback swag, in the state, he, right? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, he's leg sleeve. He's got the the sunshine yeah, locks. Yeah, I mean, way. he is a gunslinger. Very, very different. Yeah. Although, almost equally as effective as as a Cole Payton, who is extremely buttoned up, gritty, uh, kind of that quiet moxie. That that is definitely yeah. the tale of two quarterbacks. Yeah. And so I I think that's the answer right now. Is Cole? You just know he's been there. He's done that. He's more experienced. Johansson. He's talented. Now let's see kind of how he continues to settle in. He, obviously, he's got all the weapons in the world around him, so he couldn't ask for a better situation for a guy coming in as a transfer um, to step in there. Um, they're still trying to build up that. Uh, that that's a scary thing, uh, the chemistry and all that with all the with guys like Keegan Johnson and all them. Um, barely has a chance to uh, play with those guys already, and they're all, he's already um, making them that dangerous. So You, you talk about uh... – Jack McDonald, who I think is 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 fantastic. 
Uh, Keegan Johnson. Most will say he's the best player in the state. You look at a Mike O'Reilly with a ton of Division One offers. You got Caden Helms, uh, you know, with Division One yeah. offers. You got L.J. Richardson. Another monster game day. How? But then you flip over on the other side. You've got a, a Dom Rezac, a, a Kobe Bretts, a Avante Dickerson. I mean, we've got Kate Haberman, who, for my money, is the only person that has to look up to Keegan Johnson. I think it, when you're talking about complete football players that that can do it all, offense, defense, it's Keegan Johnson, it's Kate Haberman. Yeah, I mean, those two guys are. They're worth the price of admission. And, and you go and watch all these teams, and so much of it starts up there, right up the middle. And when you've got a guy like him on both sides of the ball that yeah, you know relentless. you can run behind him every single time, you can uh, he's going to shut down any running lanes. Like He's a guy that can really um, take care of that part of the field and shut down what teams want to do. Um, and, and that makes it tough because then you're, again, like with the Millard West this year, um, you shut down that that uh that run up the middle then it's it's it gets tough for them so you've got a guy that can single-handedly um control the line of scrimmage there and then allow the athletes on the perimeter to go make plays then you get a team like elkhorn south i mean no mckay like no yeah nelson douglas yeah i I mean it's one of your best players he's he's amazing right i mean he does it all and they just keep cranking him out I, i think it's the difference for you when you look at and and we'll figure out more with B because B has more depth. Yeah, I think quality depth probably one through ten. But is it the top half of the players for you in A that you think is the difference between kind of the haves and the have-nots? I mean, even a team like Elkhorn South who has you know Ben Warren and 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 Cole Ballard and Krause's, uh really coming into his own at the quarterback spot. I like Coy Wilkie outside. Still probably need another weapon or two. Millard South, even with Stanger and and Taylor and Urban, probably need another weapon when you compare them to a Bellevue West or Westside. Yeah. Is that kind of the difference for you? It, yeah, and that's what because even like a Davon Hall is what your your fourth option, fourth fifth yeah, he's option got five on five catches or six <laughs> catches on the season. But at any point, he can rip he can a get huge you. one off. Like yeah. dude's got a D one offer already. Yeah. So like that that is a difference because you look at Millard. I've seen Millard South three times now. And um, obviously the, the quarterback run game, um, even you can, you can shut it down for 70% of the game. He rips off a big one, but right outside of Gage Stenger, there's just not much for him on the, the perimeter. And that's, so that's where you look at Bellevue West and Westside. They've just got weapons everywhere. So I'm, I'm going to concede. If I don't go to, if I don't go to Westside Miller North next week, I'll go see Plattsmouth. I know you're going to Gretna Scott. Pains me to not go to Gretna Scott because <laughs> yeah. I want to see a couple of the old guys yeah. I used to coach. I think that's going to be a fantastic matchup. But just so we can diversify our yeah. portfolio, go heavy on <laughs> Class B a little bit next week. Yeah, I, I want to see Manessas. I, I just I, I look at those stats every week. I, I get a lot of updates from that community. They. They want me to come see what's going on out there. I, I think I got to go see Plasma. Well, he's got to put on a show then if he's uh, bringing Damon out. Hey, tell you what, and here's the thing. You had to you had to to pull extra duty tonight with the game going late for prep in Millard West. I have a feeling Gretna and Scott won't go near as long. One team's going to run the ball a ton, and I don't know how many incompletions you'll see from the Dragons. The other team in green, that game should move a little quicker and a little bit easier trip over here to the studio too. So <laughs> yeah, just right around yeah. the corner. That's Jacob Padilla, one of the best in the business. I'm Damon Benning. Uh, thanks for. 
Hanging in there with Nebraska Preps post game. We'll be back next week, same time, hopefully a little closer to the 10 o'clock start. Thanks for staying with us.